only life were a straight path to our desired destination, wouldn't life be so much easier? Yeah, maybe. But those unexpected zigzags in our path teach us that life's tough struggles have greater purpose than we ever imagined. Stories and strategies are our focus for season four. Zigzag in One host, Melanie Brown, chats with courageous women who share their stories of encountering zigzags and how they fought to overcome them. Be assured, their stories will inspire and encourage you. But we know warm and fuzzy feelings aren't enough to equip you to fight those challenging zigzags in your path. So, this season, our guests are joining us for another episode to share strategies, mindsets, and habits that strengthened and empowered them during their toughest seasons. Join us in declaring, zigzags may interrupt our path, but they will not deter us. We will keep moving forward. Welcome to the Zigzag in One podcast. Wow, what a powerful story interview with Kathy McKinnis on the last episode. If you missed it, be sure to make time to listen to episode 65. I'm excited to have Kathy back to share about her habit of prayer journaling. If you've ever considered starting this habit, or maybe you're curious about the habit of prayer journaling, you're in for a treat. Kathy's quite the expert. In this interview, she discusses why she incorporates journaling into her prayer time. She also talks about how her intimacy with God has grown and how journaling scriptures often leads her to new insights that impacts her walk with God. Y'all, I have loved sharing these strategies, habits, and mindset episodes this season. Each of my guests have shared glimpses of her life and what strategy or habit or mindset helps her when she's fighting to overcome one of life's tough challenges, but also she shares about how those impact her life during her ordinary, uneventful days. If you've missed any of those, be sure to put listening to them on your to-do list. You won't regret it. Now it's time, so I invite you to join me for my conversation with Kathy McKinnis. Welcome back, Kathy. I am so excited to once again welcome you to the show. We had an interesting conversation in the last episode where you talked about your story, the hard parts but also how you connected with God and that was a turning point in your life. Welcome back. Thank you. Glad to be back. A habit I started many, many years ago, actually, it was um, indirect uh, response to the Experiencing God study I did. I do my best to read the Bible every single day. Now, I know that's very challenging to some people. You know, I might spend five minutes depending on the phase of your life. So don't feel guilty, y'all, that are out there that goes, I just don't have time. When I started, uh, my daughters had gone off to college and I had a toddler in the house. So you can imagine, (laughs) you pray about it. You literally pray with the Lord. You know, I want to spend time with you and carve out, start five minutes and then just 
trust that the Holy Spirit will uh, help you get into the habit. But one of the things I believe that has helped me more than any other habit that I have is I keep a prayer journal. Now, mine's a little different maybe than some prayer journals because I use mine to actually write out Bible verses also. And my prayer journal is a conversation with the Lord. The reason, one of the reasons I started it is I have, I'm a creator, I'm a writer, I'm a speaker. My mind tends to wonder if I just close my eyes in prayer. I've got all these thoughts just going a million miles a, a minute. So I actually started a prayer journal to focus. To me, as I've said, having that intimate relationship with the Lord, you have to be intentional. This is not something that just happens. You know, if you're in a relationship with someone, let's say you're married, uh, your marriage is not going to go real well if you never talk to your husband. Amen. Uh, if I mean, it's just not. <laughs> no, Even it's not. Children, to keep that journal, be honest with the Lord. I mean, get ugly with him. If you could go back over the years and read some of the things that I have put, I've been angry with the Lord. I tell him. I also love going to the Psalms when, you know, there are certain emotions I'm struggling with and write that out. Write out God's word and pray it back to him sometimes. There are also times when I honestly don't know what to say. And I will just say, I need you today. But the other habit that I've gotten into, don't just limit your prayer to what you write down in that journal. It will become something that grows over the years as your relationship with the Lord grows. But I have started to believe that every breath I take is a prayer back to the Lord. It's constant. You're walking the dog and you see this beautiful butterfly. Oh Lord, your creation is so gorgeous. Or a person comes to mind as you're walking. Oh, Father, please encourage so-and-so. I know they need you. Prayer is communication with your Father. He wants that. One thing that has really in the last few months that keeps coming back to me, when you read the Genesis story, remember how Adam and Eve walked with God? Yes. If we have Jesus as our Savior, we have the Holy Spirit within us. He controls us if we allow him to. So when you're walking, when you're cooking, when you're singing, when whatever you're doing, you can be in that constant communication because he is right there with you. He hears your thoughts before you even think them. Keep that open because when you start keeping that open, you start growing more intimately because you are so close to him that when you start slipping away, 
you automatically feel that spirit tug at you. And when you get away from reading your Bible and keeping your journal, you start feeling a, a longing to get back in the word. It's almost like there's an empty hole that's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, the only way you're going to fill it is to get back to your creator, God. That's the answer. I love what you said, and I wanted to interrupt like 17 times because (laughs) there were so many great things that you said. I don't think that I have ever considered the fact I write down my prayers and I write down scripture and I need to do that. I, I guess I've never really thought about what you said as to keep focused. And that really is what it does for me as well. It, it helps me not think about all the things I need to do or what's coming up in the next few weeks, those kinds of things. That way, my attention and my focus are just on God. I'm actively doing it. I know when I am tutoring with my students, I tell them, don't just hold the piece of paper in front of you and quietly in your mind, read it to yourself. That's not going to be the way that you get that information sticky in your head. And so that same principle applies. What have you heard from God as you are praying about the scriptures? Because you had mentioned that you pray the scriptures back. Does, do you ever feel him doing the two-way communication thing? Oh, yeah. You, T- tell me about that. You kind of have to develop that again over the years. I remember one time specifically when a friend of mine was really going through a difficult situation and I didn't know how to pray for her because it was a unique situation. And I sat down one morning to have my quiet time and I just sat there and I just, and I wrote out, I said, Lord, I just need to hear from you. You know, how can I know how to pray for this friend of mine? And I sat there. And I pretty much thought, I'm not going to do anything until I hear from him. Within just a minute or so, a certain scripture came to mind. And I took my Bible and I went to it and I was like, oh my, it was exactly what she and I needed. So not only did I write that out, I immediately text her and said, the Lord needs you to read this today. And it's exactly what she needed. I've also had situations where I'll ask Lord, please direct my words. Help me know what to, to write in this particular situation. And I will just sit there. And within just a little bit, he'll either direct me to a scripture or he'll have something come to my mind and I'll immediately write it down and circle it. I may not do anything with it right then, but I know where it is. And there are times when I've written something down and haven't used it for months, but the Lord, the Holy Spirit will say, hey, remember when this was going on? Put that in here. It belongs here. Again, it is a relationship. Yes. And it's almost cliche, but you get out of it what you put into it. Okay, it may be cliche, but I love that you said that. We understand that in our human relationships, you get what you put into it, but it does apply to our relationship with God. Because if we're not spending any time 
they don't spend any time with God and they're falling apart because we haven't told them how we feel or we need his help or then yeah, it's not to say he's going to ignore us because that's not who he is, Right. but we're missing out. We're the ones that are missing out by not having that ongoing communication with him. Yeah. You know, the theme of my ministry again is accepting grace. Well, the only way you can accept grace is to spend time with the author of grace. You just have to. Because every day is different. What you need uh, today may be different from what you need tomorrow. Again, like I said, there are so many places in my journal where I literally just say, I need you. There are no words. He knows your heart. But, you know, I know this may be getting into theological things, but I think he needs us, not in the sense like we need, but in order to help us grow, he needs us to look to him for everything. And until we get to that point, you're not going to know true peace because you're always going to want to control. You're always going to want to, you know, be the one in charge. Well, get over it. You're not in charge. It's his grace and love that gives us the strength and the wisdom to do what he wants us to do. And he has a purpose for each of us. And I believe the one of the only ways to find that is to spend time with him. We just have to. It's imperative that we do. Beautifully said, Kathy. I'm thinking of the relationship thing again, where you were saying that he in a sense, needs us to be coming to him, you know, to show that reciprocal relationship. And and I think that that's true in our human relationships. And if we can look at that for a second and then project that into how God would feel, it feels great when a friend reaches out and says, I'm just thinking about you. You're the best. Mm-hmm. Imagine how God would feel if if we said something like that. I'm just thinking of you you're the best God, love you. It's us taking delight in him because he already takes delight in us. It's that reciprocal thing. Just as in human relationships, which I'm glad you brought that up, it's going to die off, not because he's abandoned us, but because we just will at a certain point, if we're not communicating with him and feeling that intimacy and closeness with him, then we're just not going to be interested anymore. We're just going to see that, man, There's no point in that. And that is the worst thing that could happen to us. We need God. We need him not to solve our problems and fix this situation or send us this or open this door or whatever. Those things are wonderful, but we in our hearts need God. We need him because he created us. Yes. I love the idea of the journal and how that you share the things that go along with scripture, but also how you pray for friends and you share, I don't know what to pray. Do you spend time going back through there occasionally and and seeing what you've prayed? Do you mark answers to prayers? I don't always mark answers to prayers, but I'll go back and I'll think about what God has brought me through. Uh, A few times when I've written on my blog, it's because I've gone back and the Holy Spirit 
helps for remember something that happened he'll say okay it's time to share with the world what I did for you in this situation uh, I can't tell you how many times that has happened the other thing too that it has helped me is I'm able to go back and see how the Lord repaired my relationship with my parents my mom has since passed away but my dad is a different man and it truly is because he learned to accept grace too. So when I go back years ago and I flip through some of those, sorry, I'll get a little emotional here, but I flip through those and see how prayers were answered and that my dad is one of the most compassionate men I know now because of my prayers and his prayers he is a walking example of what happens to someone when you truly do finally accept grace. Yes, um, I love that. That's beautiful. It's great to see how God was working. I love seeing my growth and that's not to like pat myself on the back because it had nothing to do with me. Exactly. It has everything to do with God and to see my journey, to see how far I've come, where I've grown, uh, you're saying that he has grown in compassion. That's something that God did through him because of your prayers and, and his prayers. I think it's so important that we do pray, but I love the fact that you also journal. That's how we, at least in my opinion, and you could say something different, and I would respect your opinion as well, but I just feel like it's important for us to reflect. Yes, and for us to not go through life at the speed of sound. And when you are journaling, you slow down. Exactly. You slow down to pray. You slow down to hear God's voice. You slow down to record it. And then you have the opportunity at any point to go back and reflect. You can see how God has worked, how he has worked in your life, how you've grown, I love, and that's why I wanted us to talk about your prayer journal, because when you had mentioned that, I said, we're going to have to dig into that. Something I enjoy doing, it's great for other people to hear examples of how it has benefited you and I, mm -hmm. so that maybe they might take a chance and uh, do it for themselves and see yeah. the benefits of it. And it's just for you and God. Nobody else ever has to see it. It's just the two of you. Yeah, I just don't really you. want anyone else to see that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there have been a few times I've told my husband to burn them if I go before he does. <laughs> you might have uh, said, I don't know what to do about him a couple of times. Yes? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't, know. I don't know that I can say the same. Ha ha. Definitely. Exactly. <laughs> what benefit do you get out of writing the scriptures in your prayer journal? It slows you down. You know, we, um, one thing I wanted to mention real quick is, you know, I grew up in church. My dad was a preacher. We read the Bible. When you don't accept God's grace, a lot of times you just read the Bible because it's something to read because you don't know the author. If you don't know the author of the book, like the Bible, it doesn't change you. I cannot tell you how many very familiar passages that I've known for years take on a completely different depth 
when you slow down and really recognize and let the Holy Spirit show you what this really means. And there have been times that I've just sat back and I'm like, oh, Lord, that is incredible. I mean, why did I never see that truth before? Well, it was there the whole time. It's just that either my heart wasn't in the right place or the Holy Spirit knew I wasn't ready yet. But when you're intentional and you slowly and you write that out and it's almost like eating it, you're, you're savoring it. You're really, you're sitting there with the one who wrote it. And you're writing it out and the Holy Spirit is just speaking to your heart and mind. And when that happens, it changes you. It just does. I've had that same experience and it is, it really rocks you. There's something about writing it. And that's partly why I'm a little old school, as my students say, and I have a planner that's a paper planner. I like (laughs) writing everything out. I, I don't like it on my phone. I want to be able to write it out. Somehow that helps me remember things better. You're saying God's word back to him. That is incredibly powerful. One of the things that it has helped me, um, especially based on my background, is that I know what I believe now. Mm. What I believe. You Make sure that what you have been taught is the truth. And the only way to know the truth is to get into the truth, God's word, and apply it to yourself. You know, in Acts, it talks about how Paul went to the Bereans and he taught them, but they went back and went to the scripture to make sure what he was teaching was true. That's what we do when we, when we really get into it. The other thing I want to caution people on your prayer journal when you start, there are going to be days when you feel so close to the Lord that you literally just want to sit there and okay. journal with him. But keep in mind, that's why I've started the habit of don't just write it down throughout your day. Just talk to him. Just talk to him and let him talk to you. And if you listen for him throughout the day, you may be surprised what he uses and how he talks back. He does. And that's part of slowing down too. Mm-hmm. If, if you're in a hurry all the time and you've got the radio going or the TV going or your phone or a podcast going, except for zigzagging line, of course, you know, that's always <laughs> good listening material. No, just kidding. Uh, Any kind of something going in, that information going in all the time, there's no room for him to speak because he can't compete with all of that. Exactly. Exactly. And so you've got to have that quiet time. And that's part of what prayer is for me as well, is time for me to slow down. And I don't need to be doing all the talking. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. I need to be doing some listening. (laughs) need to improve my listening skills that's right because <laughs> he has a lot he wants to say uh-huh. but I have to be quiet and hear him exactly well Kathy this has been fabulous both episodes I have enjoyed spending time with you and hearing your story and talking about the bible and prayer and journaling it has been fantastic thank you thank you I've enjoyed it could you take us out one more time with our tagline sure When life zigzags, keep moving forward no matter what.
Oh, she's going to have that attached to the tagline. <laughs> You're going to have to change everything on my website and everything. But that is true. No matter what. No matter what. No matter what zigzags you face. All right, friend. Thank you.